and welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedy and me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science. But from who? Oh, you know, just her normal younger brother, Ron. Hello. Aya Wanwan. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, you're sick as a dog. I am sick of a dog. Sick of a dog? No, sick as a dog. No, you're not sick Um, of your dog. No, I'm not sick of my dog. I'm sick as a dog. Um, I'm into day five now of feeling cruddy. Ron and I had a meal on Tuesday that was so spicy, I thought it had made me ill. However, Charles of the podcast is now also ill and she did not have the meal because it was the spiciest thing on the face of the earth. So I'm just coming to the conclusion I've had a tummy bug and a horrible one. Yeah, because the meal wasn't that spicy. It was, Ron. It tasted like sicky medicine and it made my whole throat close up and I hated it. No, it was just a different kind of spice, one that you're not used to. It was Szechuan pepper rather than chilies. And it tasted like aniseed. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong, it was really unpleasant. It was horrible. And it was so sad because that is the third thing we've cooked from that cookbook and it's the first one that's not been very nice. Mm. Yeah, the other ones have been banging. Anyway, we have to not talk about it because I've got this brain problem where my brain keeps forcing me to imagine eating it because it knows it's making me feel sick and I don't know how to stop that happening. Um, oh, I feel sick now. Anyway, um, so that's sad, um, but good things, Ron. Um, Christmas is just around the corner for us. Absolutely. And for you listening, because this is intros, outros. Um, hey, I'm listening to an audiobook, and it's a series that I've been listening to for a couple of years now, but this is the fourth one, but each one's like 50 hours, you know, it's intense. And just as the calendar ticked into December, a new character appeared who's called Falala. <laughs> <laughs> What excellent timing. That's great. Yeah. Um, I had to Google all the spellings of all the characters the other day because I was like, I can't picture these people until I know how their names are spelled. And some of them, I've been picturing the spellings wrong and it's really changed how I think about them. Huh. You seem tired. What did you do last night? Uh, Not loads last night. I was just playing board games and hanging out with some mates. That's what I've been doing all weekend, actually. It's been great. That sounds really nice, Ron Honks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just um, catching up on uh, which episode this is that we're doing intros, outros for. Oh, it's um, a doozy, Ron. Oh, it's yeah. It's one of my no. favourites that we've recorded. It's such a slow start to this episode. Like the first bit, I was listening back to it today and it was a me edit and I was like, God, I've left in an alarming amount of fucking about and slow chat because I don't like it when it's slow chat. I worry that people will get bored like I would get bored. Um, but then it quickly turns into probably my funniest episode my favorite episode sorry in ages yeah no this is a banger i listened to this on the train the other day um yeah. you lose your mind in no this, in i a do not it hasn't happened in a while you are just such a fucking chode head when it comes to like giving me even the benefit of the doubt that's not true <laughs> laura you can't <laughs> say these things <laughs> What do you mean I can't say things? I can't say anything now. No, you just... You... You're just so... You don't listen to the words I'm actually saying. You come to a hilarious conclusion and then you just go like, wow, you think this. That's not true, <laughs> That is true, You thought Ron. that you're a better inventor no, than the people don't. that built the pyramids. Ron, that... Uh, right, okay. And you've put that claim out there now before people even hear it. They are going to know that you are wrong and you are not listening and that is not what I was saying. No, right, cut to the episode so that we can debate this in the outros. Fine. I don't know any songs about the number 78. 78 green bottles hanging on the wall. I got my first real six string. Bought it at the five and time. Was the summer of 78. Mm. Are there any songs about the year 78? I've really rubbed onion and fish into my eye and it's it's horrible for me. Ugh. Ron, Christmas episodes next week. Yes, but you've just informed me we're not going to record them now. So. Well, you said they were loads of work. They are loads of work. 
I'm looking at the 100 greatest songs from 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look, see, yeah? Ooh, Funkadelic. Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. Oh, that is a banger. Roxanne, The Police. Heart of Glass, Blondie. Miss You by The Stones. That's kind of crazy that, like, that's less than 10 years after Woodstock and you've already got Blondie. Yeah, man, Woodstock. Le Freak by Chic. Ah, oh, Chic. Werewolves of London, Warren Zevon. Ugh, this is not my favourite kind of music, I've got to be honest. Because the Night by Patti Smith. Because the, the night is that that belongs because. to lovers. Yeah, great yeah. track. Hmm. Okay, do you want to do some science? Honestly, no. Maybe we could do some Patreon music episodes where we go through and talk about the songs from years. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed I, the Bob Dylan episode. I really enjoyed the Bob Dylan episode. I know you did. You had a little grin on your little monkey face. I did. Teenage Kicks by The Undertones. Oh, that's See, a banger. Oh, my eye fact- really itches, but I've got so much fish and onion on them. But, like, if you think back to, like, nine years ago now... Uh-huh. Like, culture then. 2012? No. 2014? 2014, yeah. I can't do numbers. Like, does that not seem crazy to you that, like, nine years before Teenage Kicks by the Undertones came out, Jimi Hendrix was playing at Woodstock? No. Really? Like, new wave and, like, hippie culture were that close to each other it does not feel like culture has progressed that much in the last nine years maybe not musically but oh i regret using the glue stick to scratch my eye that was (sighs) fucking rank (laughs) there's so much glue in my eye (laughs) um Um, the thing with the thing is though that, that I think that was like such a interesting period of music because you physically could do things you couldn't do before. Like I don't think we've had the same technical developments, so music hasn't sort of changed as much. And I think like you had fifty, sixty, seventy years of lots of new different types of music, whereas now I don't think that there's that sort of same thing is happening so much and there's such a diversity of music that even when things are, like, whatever's new, like, I don't know, whatever's new at the moment, it, it doesn't have the same taking over effect because you can, you can, everyone can be into different things nowadays. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, Woodstock happened and was major because, like, that sort of stuff had been around long enough that all the loads of people were into it. Yeah, but, like, the Stones were only just getting into their good period, like, when Woodstock was happening. Like, Let It Bleed was 1969, and then, like, you know, then their run of really good albums up until, um, you know, like, Sticky Fingers and Goat's Head Soup, that was, like, 73. Like, it's all so close together, the development. Yeah. It's just, it's it's interesting. It's not particularly a comment on it either way. Oh, Another Girl, Another Planet by only The Only Ones. That's a fucking great song. Hmm. I can't believe I'm going to say this again, Ron, but do you want to do some science? I really don't. Oh, all right then. Hmm. It's so dry today, Laura. Yeah? Yeah. It's so, so dry bones, dry bones. Hold the line by Toto. That's a great track. Mm. I'm going to close this list. Um, Yeah, fine. Fuck it. Let's do some science. We finished a section. We're actually dangerously close to finishing chemistry at the moment. What? 
Yeah, we're like less than 20 pages away from the end of chemistry. Wow. That's, yeah. that's wild. So probably by like April next year, we're going to be on A-level content. Don't you start seeding the next Trico by being like, oh, so prepare for some change in April. <laughs> Fuck you, Ron. I'm not falling for it. I am not falling for it at all. <laughs> you shall not Trico me twice. Trico me once. Shame on me. Trico me what is it? I don't know. Anyway, shut up. No. No trickos allowed. No, 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 no tricko. No, no tricko. No, no, thou shalt not tricko. No, no trickos should reach for the sky. Laura, yeah? this is the first time I'm truly confirming this to you, but uh-huh. you will be trickoed. I shall not be trickoed. And you won't see it coming. You... Laura, never, never, never shall be trickled. Laura, you Trick-o, ate up. Oh, you... no, 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 no. <laughs> you ate up the last trico like I a hog from a trough. I wasn't <laughs> expecting a trico. Now I got my senses up. I got my paws out. I'm feeling the ground. I'm snuffling for truffles. <laughs> That's not a truffle, that's a tricko. Kick it, shit on it, push it in a hedge. Mm. You won't see it coming. I'll you see will it be... coming. You won't. I will. I you will won't. be in a raccoon costume by the side of the road waiting for it. Uh-uh. So, last time we finished a segment... Is my eye all red and weepy? No more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I've often told you how piggy I think your eyes are. <laughs> Do you have piggy little eyes? Oh... Sisters of the podcast always used to say there was a slur that Prince Philip used against uh, um, Chinese people, and my sisters always used to say that about me. Don't stand near Laura too long. You'll go all (laughs) piggy-eyed. I've never heard that before. Yeah, he was I stopped saying slurs before I grew up. No, I think that we just we were very protective around you. Yeah, I'm a cool boy. You're a cool little boy. Yeah. Um, Whenever I think about you being little, I think about that video of us on holiday where you walked across the gravel road and then just stood there crying and wanted to be carried back. My God, you were annoying. Well, don't go across the gravel road then. (laughs) I didn't know it was gravel. I was like 18 months old in that video. Yeah, you gotta grow up faster, kid. Um, that's the same video where I think Mum's holding me and I just start screaming and then she puts me down and I just run over to Sarah. Yeah, I think that's the holiday Diana died. Princess, not a friend it of is. the family. Yeah, it is, because it's really weird, because there's, like, yeah, videos of us all as kids and they're just newspapers with big yeah. Diana heads on them. Yeah. Lots of candles. Ooh, it was really empty that day. <laughs> yeah. We had nothing to do with it, though. We were in France, mm-hmm. but we had nothing to do with it. Nope. Weren't even no. in the paparazzi at that point. No, no. Not like now. Uh, right, we, let's, should we do some science? I've asked twice, Ron. I've, I've written some notes. So last time we finished a segment, we finished 5.7. Now we're on to 5.8, chemical analysis. So, as it might be apparent, or might not be apparent... But if you don't have kids, you are still just as valid as those who do. Nice. Um, Chemical analysis is kind of just like tests to find out if chemicals are around. Testing for chemicals. Two different types of chemical tests, Laura. Can you hazard a guess? Uh, fiery and non-fiery. No. Hot Although I suppose that cold. is true. Yes and no ones. What? In and out ones. What are you saying? Well, you don't get to start a Katy Perry riff and then just look at me like I've shit on the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. You up and down ones? No, it's gone now. 
Corn one, your right ones? <laughs> you're hot uh, and you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're qualitative or quantitative. Lovely. Qualitative or quantitative is the All answer. right, qualitative. I might go for a blue theme with my notes today. Or Ooh, quantitative. Like Joni Mitchell or Picasso before you. Quantitative, qualitative, quantitative, qualitative, quantitative, qualitative, quantitative, qualitative. So what quala, do you think... Quala, uh, quala, Quala 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 quana 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 quala quala quana. That's fun to do. Stop that. Do it. You do it. No, it sounded vaguely racist. You think you're just always looking for problems? No, I'm not. What could possibly be racist about saying quala 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 quala? I didn't say it was. I said it sounded. It's like, did I ever tell you when I went to a festival and then? Uh, a group of people I were with just made up a slur. No, Ron. <laughs> it was really funny. They were just talking about bagos, which doesn't refer to anyone, but it was really funny. Um, uh, I need to buy your rugby tickets tonight. <laughs> yes, please. It's in two days. <laughs> Sports correspondent <sighs> Max cancelled dinner with his fiance to go to that. Ooh. So we do need to make that I'll happen. Get those please. tickets tonight, Ron. Yeah. Um, can you name a qualitative chemical test, Laura? Um, it's stanky brown water. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Anything where that's like indicated by sort of color changes, stuff like that. Another one would be like, um, you know, when you're testing for pH, and then you use universal indicator, and it goes one of many colors. One of many colors. Or another one would be um, litmus tests, things like that. Um... God, do you remember Abby Titmus? Who's Abby Titmus? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she was a nurse. She had an affair with, like, I think a Blue Peter presenter. Hmm. Do you follow that page on Twitter, um, Great British Getty Images? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's amazing for just like these weird little UK culture things. Um, they did a whole celebration of um, the Rear of the Year Award um, the other day. It's just all of these like D list celebrities that went to this event and stuff. It was so funny. <laughs> um, recommend. Um, um, but can you think of any quantitative chemical? Tests, Laura. Burning magnesium. No, do you remember titrations? No. Um, Are they you ever do. Who? You ever do a titration where you have like you have like a long thin thing with a tap at the bottom, and then you you turn on the tap and then you let some of it out and then you go to the drips and then you see how much has come out. No, and then the the color changes and you're like, whoa. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Titration. No. Whoa! You just went blue. Why'd yeah, my blue? laptop locked. My laptop locked, and the word of the day has come up. What is it today? Uh, there's many. Is what's it going to show me first? Nucleus. Well, that's that's fun. Ooh. The central and most important part of an object, movement, or group, forming the basis for that. And then also because I've got two screens, scurry of a person or small animal, move hurriedly with short, quick steps. I uh, get some good word of the days on here, Laura. Uh, the other one, the other day, hapax lagonimon. Ooh. It's a. Uh, it means think, a. F- were they the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in the fourth well, book? I don't know where I know this word from, but I have heard it before. It sounds very Terry Pratchett to me. Um, but apparently, it means a word or phrase that there is only one like known existence of it. Oh. Pretty cool. Yeah. I expect they're getting rarer and rarer with all the internet. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, got a new one. Al dente. Of food, typically pasta, cooked so as to still be firm when bitten. Adjective. Um, 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 um. Pasta. Let's, let's do one more and then we'll get back to content. You really don't want to do this, do you? Oh, so fucking boring. <laughs> so what's happening when you're titrating? Um, so titration is about working out the moles of something. So you use a oh, chemical... Oh, not moles. You use a chemical indicator, one that has like a really sudden change. Um, either I, um, they go The one that I rem- really vividly remember using would go like bright purple when it hit the new neutral point. So then you mix like a known concentrated acid into a an unknown concentrate. Oh, crispate. Adjective, especially of a leaf, having a wavy or curly edge. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, and then basically you drip it in until the second... How many words that... in the English language do you think you just won't ever use? Uh, 250,000. How many words are there in the English language? I think it's about 300,000. There will be whole words in our language that we won't even know exist and we'll die never knowing them. Oh, uh, no, there's only 170,000 words in current use with an additional 50,000 obsolete words. English is quite a big language, I think. Yeah, I think so. For comparison, French is 135,000. Oh, that's similar. Yeah, not that much less. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, so that's a quantitative chemical test because you can work out empirically like the, the concentration of something by doing a titration. Mm. Um, that reminds me of, do you remember that urban legend that swimming pools would have a little thing in it that if you peed, it would turn purple? Yeah, it's that sort of thing. That's a qualitative there's piss in the water test. Yeah. Um, there, there are lots of other quantitative... I thought that was quantitative. <laughs> No, that's oh well. Sorry, they, they no because you wouldn't be able to measure how much piss was in the water. Uh, the swimming method. pool thing is piss, but titration is quantitative. Titration <laughs> is quantitative because you can work things out empirically from it. What does Being, empirically mean? Like the empire? Um, just means what? like definitely. Oh, I've used a red pen. Damn it. Okay. Oh, I'm using the word empirically wrong. By means of observation or experience rather than theory or pure logic. Because this would be logic. But I guess you're experienced in observing it as well. Anywho, um, there are other, there are lots of quantitative chemical tests though, but because chemicals are what they are, lots of those require like big machinery and stuff. Um, so one example would be, um, uh, like, uh, oh Christ, what's it called? Chromatography, things like this. Um, there's, there's one where you shine infrared light through a gas and then you can work out what's in it by which, um, wavelengths are absorbed and things like this. Jesus. Yeah. We'll learn about all of that at A-level in a few months time. Uh-uh. No, we won't. Not falling for it. What do you mean? I just think you're laying the groundwork of a trico. I don't trust this. We've talked about going on to A-level after this. I don't trust you, Ron. Change the subject. I don't really understand. But you know that we will go on to A-level eventually. No, see? You're pushing it. You're pushing the idea. Maybe this is a red herring and you're trying to lead me down the idea that April... No, Laura, this isn't about... A-level is a red herring... Uh, mm. No, but we've talked about the future of the podcast before. Yeah. Which is going to be us going on to A-level. Yeah. Do you just think it's not that soon? You think that's the trick that I'm yeah, doing? Um, I don't know. I just feel distrustful around this subject. Okay. I'm on to you, buddy. You're often distrustful around science, though, like a medieval peasant. So that's <laughs> fine. Um Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... I'd hang you for a witch if this was... <laughs> if Tyburn was still around. 
You wouldn't be able to work out ropes or the levers needed. <laughs> oh, to I'd be really good wheel. at that. That's engineering, mate. I think I'd be an engineer. Oh, so like <laughs> invention one, Laura's magic apple sorter, and then invention <laughs> number two, a device for you do you'd invent the gallows. Yeah. I'd do a two-in-one. Do you want to hang a guy and sort your apples? Come over oh. here. <laughs> and then all the corpses roll down a little slide. And fall. Oh, the kids fall into this hole, but the adults fall into this hole. Yeah, exactly. Unless you've got a particularly small head or a particularly big apple. You never case. made your apple sorter, did you? No, I didn't need to make it. I just needed to prove to you that I was an inventor. <laughs> but it's not a machine that's needed. <laughs> but that's what you asked me to invent. No, that's what you threw down the gauntlet of inventing. All right, what do you want me to invent? No, invent something useful. What do we need? We don't need anything. No, exactly, so you're not an inventor. That's because I live in a time when everything's been invented. That's not true, Laura. It is true, Ron. It's not true. It is true. No, you just need to... Like, if you're going to call yourself an inventor... I think I could invent, like, a wheelbarrow if wheelbarrows didn't exist. But... You need to innovate on the wheelbarrow. But I, we don't need to. They're perfect. <laughs> so you can't just, you can't call yourself an inventor. No, I can because the sort of things I would invent have already been invented. But that's like saying I'm a songwriter. Have I written any songs? No, because all of the songs that I would write have already been written. No. That's Penny different. Lane is perfect. <laughs> it's already been written. I can't write it again. That's different, Ron. How is it different, Because Laura? it's like saying, oh, you're a songwriter, but you can't invent a new form of music because they've already all been invented. So, but you could. Not all forms of music have been invented. Yeah, they have. And not all forms of Until thing we get a new instrument created. or something, or like a new computer for music, we've done them all. No, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. What else are we going to do? We've done quiet, we've done loud, we've done sad, happy, angry, mumbling, we've done rap, we've done acapella. We, we've done, what else are you going to do? Well, I don't know because it's not being invented. Yeah, because it can't be. That's not true. <laughs> that is true, Ron. It's this kind of defeatist attitude that makes you think I'm that not a wheelbarrow well, is the peak of human invention. <laughs> no, that is not what I said. I said it's the peak of wheelbarrowness. I think the world's current wheelbarrows are the best wheelbarrows for the job. And you can't invent anything because wheelbarrows already exist. No, I said I think I could invent the wheelbarrow if it didn't already exist. But you you have no grounds for claiming this because you have I'm never very invented good at solving anything. practical problems. Like when? Like just when things need fixing or something needs getting out of a little hole. I'm really good at it. Ask Tom. I will come up with a solution using household objects. But which one of those times have you invented a machine for doing something like this? Well, I have never needed to. And it depends how you classify a machine as well. But you've just claimed that you're solving problems all the time. Yeah. If if you were an inventor, surely you would invent something to solve these problems. It seems like I things do. are getting I things do. are getting stuck in small holes all the time <laughs> in your house. Yeah, why I don't have a why don't you have like a small hole grabber? Because it's always a different hole. <laughs> but have we not identified a gap in the market here? For what tweezers? They exist, Ron. So you're just using tweezers to get things out of holes? <laughs> no, Is that not what always, you're saying? Because we can't always find the tweezers. Sometimes it'll be the tweezers that are stuck in the hole. But I will come up with a solution. Yeah, but why don't you invent a solution? I feel like we've no, I feel like, Ron, I feel like we've stumbled onto right. a problem. No, next that could time be solved with, with Tom a wheelbarrow-esque tool. At solving problems or coming up with solutions or making things, and he will say yes. But here's a problem. He will say he's never eaten an undersized apple since he married me. 
But you never even built your apple sword. I don't need to build it. Because it already exists. Da Vinci exists. didn't build a helicopter, but we still say he's a genius. Because he was a genius. He invented the fucking helicopter, you dumbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I might have done it if it didn't already exist. You can't just claim this without a single invention on your head. I invented the apple sorter. <laughs> Apples are being sorted elsewhere and better. I don't know that. (laughs) Yes, you do. I've never seen an apple sorting machine. What do you think happens at the fucking apple factory? What apple factory? They grow on trees, you fuck. Yeah, they get processed and put into bags, you fuck. Yeah, but I've never been to that factory and seen that machine. What I invented, I invented by myself. But it already exists. Yeah, but not within my sphere of knowledge. I think you must have known. What, you think I've rang an apple factory? <laughs> this, this is fucking nuts. This is the nutsiest conversation we've had. Do the titration. <laughs> Accusing me of bringing an apples factory to ask them how the machines work just to win a hypothetical argument with you. I just think that the hubris of saying that you might have invented a helicopter if it hadn't been invented already is insane. Well, call Da Vinci insane then. Ah, uh, 5.8.1. We have not yet started the content. <laughs> Yeah, we have. We did qualitative and quantitative. No, that was all. That's all the introduction to the segment. Oh God! Well, yeah. we've got ten minutes left, so better hurry up. Maybe we're not going to be done by April. Five point eight point one: purity, formulations, and chromatography. Purity, formulations, very witchy so far, and chromatography. Oh, my God. 5.8.1.1, pure substances. Now, in chemistry, Laura, this is straight from the syllabus, quote, in chemistry, a pure substance is a single element or compound not mixed with any other substance. All right. Understand? Uh, Sure. What's a compound? A compound is one thing, but it's just made up of multiple elements. Use your words. Use your words. That's not one of my catchphrases that I use to belittle you. (laughs) (laughs) Say that again because I wasn't listening after you said thing. A compound is basically anything... That's one substance, but that's not a single element. So, for example, salt, sodium, chloride, that's a compound. It's a compound of sodium and chloride. Um, Sodium, however, is a single element. So is chlorine. Okay. Let me guess. Pure substances very rarely exist in actuality. Yeah. They're out in the world... Very rarely... But when we're talking about science, Ron, we talk about it as if we're in a sterile laboratory... Sometimes we do, yeah. In a vacuum. Sometimes. What's it called? Closed compound. Closed factory. What's it called? Closed system. Closed system, that's it. Yeah. Sometimes we do, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, let's say that we've got... You've got two different metals in front of you, Laura. Swords. Two different I watched swords. a TikTok Fine. yesterday, Tom, Ron, Ron, of somebody with Hate a bowl of mercury that. and they were just scooshing it around with their fingers. They shouldn't be doing that. That's what I thought. But yeah, they were they like were... going like, look how it moves. Willy, 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 willy. Like, did they have a glove on? No. Oh, they, they might get sick. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what makes hatters mad. Yeah. And your teeth go see-through. I thought that was too much brushing. <laughs> well, I mean, oh in God, your case... Oh, my God, I wanted case... to do an extra brush today and I mouthwashed instead. I thought about what you said. 
Good, because that, that's not coming from me. No, but you were the messenger. It's coming from the dentist community. You know, I've got to see the dentist in February. And they're going to say, wow, these have been brushed down to nubs. <laughs> have Thank you been gargling <laughs> Uh, so you've got two sure swords, Laura. I've got two you. swords, yeah. Two yeah, swords just, go to war. Both just shiny, silvery metals. Mm-hmm. How could we work out... A hundred bad guys with Which swords. one's which? What what metals they are, are made out of? Uh, we could subject them to different things like air, water and fire and see how they react. That would be quite qualitative, which would then make it open to interpretation what we were looking at. Maybe we need a quantitative method. Hmm. Titrate them. Describe that to me and how that would work. Put it in a <clears throat> tube and to open the tap. Put a sword in a tube and open the tap. <laughs> well, I didn't understand what titration was. And then you started shouting at me. Um... Yeah, because you said you'd invent a helicopter. <laughs> For the record, I don't think I could invent a helicopter because I do not understand how the sky works. Wheelbarrow much more your speed. I could definitely invent a wheelbarrow. You are the Leonardo da Vinci of wheelbarrows. (laughs) Yeah. A toothless Mona Lisa sipping some scrumpy. What do you think changed the world more, the wheelbarrow or the helicopter? Fucking wheelbarrow, mate. I'd like you to tell that to the people of Vietnam. <laughs> I think the helicopters had quite a big fucking effect, to be honest. Yeah, but there wouldn't have been anything even to bomb if wheelbarrows hadn't built them first. Where do you see wheelbarrows sitting in in the great big tapestry of history? Building houses. Farming. But... but- like, do you not think, you know, carts and stuff probably did more than maybe... No, I think we still use wheelbarrows to build modern houses now. Yeah, yeah. we still use, like, cars and, and stuff. Yeah, we still use cars. We don't use a cart and oxen, do we? It's the same thing, it's just the propulsion's been changed. No, but we still use wheelbarrows how they were. Fucking banging yeah, invention, I, mate. Yeah, but, like, the pyramids weren't built with wheelbarrows. Like, they're not I bet that... a wheelbarrow was around... I don't think so. No, actually, that's true, because I think the Romans bought the wheel. I don't think Egyptians had the wheel for quite a while. Yeah, the Roman, the Romans did all of that without wheelbarrows. No, the Romans had the wheel. They'd have had wheelbarrows. Yes, they had the wheel. They, they'd have had wheelbarrows then. Right, when was the fucking wheelbarrow? <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out when the Egyptians got the wheel. When? No, the Romans did not have wheelbarrows. You can't know that. The wheelbarrow... Nubians Nubians brought the wheel to Egypt. The wheelbarrow didn't make it to Europe until about 1200 AD. Yeah, and our houses were shit before that. No, the entirety of the Roman Empire is bef- like that you're they thinking about have is before. Wheelbarrows? How do you know? Because the wheelbarrow is not the pinnacle of fucking civilization, <laughs> like you think that it is. I just think they're great. Obviously, China had the wheelbarrow from about 280. Oh, obviously. Yeah, it was probably invented in Asia. Oh no. Probably a Greek invention from around 406 BC. I'm reading that as well, but that doesn't sound like a wheelbarrow. Is it a barrow with Some a wheel? Some also had sails to assist them going <gasps> up and down hills. Genius! Wheelbarrow. Kite surfing. Ron, we've got four minutes left. <laughs> well, all right. Um, we've got two swords. Yeah. We're going to fight about wheelbarrows. How could you work out what the two metals were? You have all of the information known to man. You have to work out what these two different metals are. Hit them against each other. But what would that tell you? Oh, I don't know, Ron! You haven't told me what titration is! 
I've never asked you to use titration on these well, swords, Laura. how am I supposed to find out what metal it is then? That's what I'm asking you. I don't know. <laughs> Cut it up really small and look at it under a microscope to see which elements it is. Baby, no, you can't see elements under a microscope. You can if you invent a good enough microscope. Well, there you go. There's one for you. Attach a wheel to it, push it around the garden. Um, no, so what I was getting at is you could melt them. Oh, but that would be too qualitative. No, it wouldn't because they'd melted a specific quantitative temperature. Oh, clever. Yeah, and then that would tell you. So um, one very common way of working out what different um, chemicals it is is melting points and boiling points. Okay. What we can... need is a great big melting point. What this can also do, apart from just telling different stuff apart, it can also tell you if you have a pure substance or if you've got a mixture. Mm-hmm. So probably... So pure substance, that's obvious... All is one thing. A pure substance can be a single element, like a pure block of lead, or it can be a compound, like we were saying with like, uh, um, like sodium lead. chloride. Yeah, but also things like um, you know you could have pure methane. That would also be a compound because it is carbon and hydrogen. Okay, yeah. even though it's all one molecule, a mixture is when there's a mixture of things. So if you had salt and methane in a bucket, that would be a mixture, okay? Okay. Do you understand that? I understand more than you know. Good. Um, yeah, that's the end of 5.8.1.1. Let's leave 5.8.1.2 till next time. Oh, but I'm gagging for it. We don't Weird episode this week, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Hubris and machinations. I feel like we need the Christmas holidays next week. Mm, yeah, definitely. This, is it. this was our last episode before Christmas and it had a real late afternoon. It's been raining all day energy. I love this time of year. I really, really do. You see the nice like wintry light that my room's got. Yeah, did I you get a new ordered... lamp for your birthday? That I bought for myself. Oh, yes. Did sisters of the podcast not get you them? Um, I've not had gifts from either of them. You'll never get one from the younger one. No, we have a system. We don't buy each other gifts. She shit out a kid once, so I, I have to buy that that guy. Kids, oh, I just want you uh, to know I still gifts, want presents, but... even though I have a child now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll buy. Yeah, but we buy gifts to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, youngest sister of the podcast and me, we never we never did gifts. Oh. We just both said, you know what? This is too much stress. Let's not. She listens to the podcast, actually. Does Do you want... she? Yes, because... I didn't know that. She... No, I didn't know either. And then I received this today. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you just shamed Ron for vomiting on his bed at uni when I know for a fact that you once vomited in a handbag, put it away in the cupboard and forgot about it until next time you wanted to use the bag. Shame. Wow, you're getting dunked on in the comments, <laughs> yeah. my sister. I didn't know she podcast. listened, and then suddenly I'm being told off. I love that she listens, but has apparently had nothing to say about it <laughs> <laughs> until, until then, good or bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's involved now. There you go. Yeah. That was the first featured of Sister of the Podcast. Well, hopefully we'll get to record the the crime podcast at oh, some yeah. point. Yeah. The problem with that, though, is that I don't like doing murders, so we're going to have to do, like, a light crime. Don't you have famous friends that you asked to get involved or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll go on their podcast. With Sister of the Podcast? Yeah, Drunk Siblings Solving Crime. That's what I okay. pitched. I've never listened to that podcast. Well, not even the episodes I did of it, Rude. Didn't know you were on it. Rude. Right, I'm going to go and eat fish pie now. Okay. Oh, I made that um, aubergine satay dish that you taught me how to make yesterday, so I'm going to go eat that because I've got leftovers. Mm, I forgot that I knew how to make that. Thanks, Ron. It's tasty. Mm. Mm? Bye, Ron. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
it's the quiz. The quiz for 78. Now unmuted. Now unmuted. Same episode. I mean, same room episode. Same room quiz. Same room quiz. Whoop, whoop. We've got tea. Chemistry. Oh, bloody hell, quantum. I don't think this is going to go well, Ron. But I am willing to smash one into the bank. All right, we covered so, so little in the bulk of this episode. Okay, what were we doing? Do you remember I procrastinated for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. Not me, though. No. And you laid the seeds of the tricko. It's all coming back to me now. What did I tell you? Yeah, you pretending to forget. You've gone insane, and that is quite <laughs> fun to enjoy. Um, no, we we covered very little. We did, like, purity and substances. Titration. Yeah. Yeah. Laura, what's a compound? Compound is when you have, like, a bucket of stuff, and it's not all a single molecule or element. It's a mixture of different molecules. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not. Isn't it? I think that's how you described it. Mm, if I did, I described it wrong. One substance that's not a single element. Yeah, that's not what you said. I think you listen back you'll quite clearly hear that that is what's between the lines i'm gonna add some more questions in here well, what's a molecule two elements joined together somehow one or more elements joined up how Ca- more detail but bonded bonded more detail metallic bonded ionic bonded or covalent bonded wrong okay what? why molecules are only covalently bonded together oh. What's an ion? Positively charged, charged, charged atom? Charged electron? No, they're all charged. Charged? No. Yes. Charged. It's got charge. It's something with charge. I can't remember what's charged. What's charged, Laura? An molecule. No. Or element. Yes, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Fine. Okay, Laura. This will hopefully illuminate what you got wrong in the first question. What's a mixture? What I said first. Say it again. You got a bucket of stuff. Does it have to be in a bucket? No, but it, in my imagination it is. Uh, like the blood bucket in Always Sunny. <laughs> um, it's a wooden one. I'm picturing. Um, like an old-fashioned yeah, milk bucket. Yeah. With one of those, like, girls. But you think milk should be kept in glass jars. Call back. Ooh! Um, what was the question, please? It's a mixture. Yeah, so it is a substance that is many different elements or molecules. Does that have to be many different ones? No. couple, few. Yeah, all right. What's an element? A single type of atom. Yeah, okay. Describe to me, Laura, a quantitative chemical test. I did not understand this part of the lesson. Okay, why? Uh, I just didn't really get it. It's something like you have a substance, you don't know what it is, and... You are doing a test to see what the substance is, and the test you do tells you exactly how much of something is in there. Not just what's there, but how much is in there. So the results of the test will be quite, like, numerically specific. What do you mean by quite numerically specific? Like it will tell you exactly how much hydrogen's in the bucket. Okay, but I want you to describe one of these tests. Oh, I can't do that. (laughs) Um, Did we, like, drip stuff down a tube? Did we do that? We talked about that. Yeah, that. 
I'm not going to give that to you. Oh, I don't know then. Right, describe a qualitative chemical test. Uh, like the Stanky Bow Wow, the brown. The, but you put lead bromide and then you put something else in and then if it changes colour, you're like, ah, clearly some lead bromide in that bucket. Okay, all wrong. No, really? you Yeah, what you're referencing is correct, but you don't know anything about it, and therefore no. I can't give you the answer. Yes, you can if I said the right thing. Once, when we were doing a geography exam, none of us got points for one question. It was like, describe longshore drift, and we didn't know, and Josh got a mark because he'd just drawn waves, and apparently that shape of waves is, is correct. It's not my fault you come from a barrel of dunces. But... <laughs> <laughs> It's a duff batch, but that's got nothing on me. Um, I didn't, I wasn't counting. There was some marks. Fine. What, is that the end of the quiz? Yeah. Bloody hell, Ron. What? Oh, I did really well, I think. You did... I think you probably got, like, three out of about seven. No, I felt like I got all of those early ones right. It's only the last one I didn't get. No, you got the first one... You got the first two wrong. You got the first two wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> you got, and you know what? I'll count it up. You got three out of seven. The middle three. So there you go. Who's right? Why is it me? Tell the world. No, it's you can't say I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt of that you'd have invented the wheelbarrow if it hadn't. I could have a wheelbarrow Ron but like I say if the people that built the pyramids in ancient Egypt have not invented the wheelbarrow how dare you say that you would have but but other people had just because the pyramid guys hadn't other people did and had why couldn't I have been them I just think this is hubris. Why do you put these fucking pyramid guys on such a pedestal? Because they've built a thing at least once. Yeah, pyramid. Who gives a shit? Most toddlers can build a pyramid. They're 4,000 years old, Laura. Well, yeah, and they're useless. They're not useless. What are they for? They're world wonders. They're brilliant. We value all sorts of dog shit. What are they for? Nothing. What is the wheelbarrow for? Loads. The wheelbarrow is so useful and simple and brilliant and elegant and you're just, like, not impressed because it's not a world-hanging garden. But can you see how they built that without the wheelbarrow? Yeah, brilliant. So one thing got built without a wheelbarrow and you're like, the wheelbarrow is useless. No, human progress for thousands of years. And that's not even the point we're debating. How much did it speed up, though, once we'd invented the wheelbarrow? You have no idea. The thing is... Um, no, that, but that's not the point Cleopatra that no, the point that I'm making. Closer to the invention of the iPhone than to the Great Pyramids. Exactly. That's how quickly time sped up once the wheelbarrow was invented. But the wheelbarrow was around closer to the time of the iPhone than it was to Cleopatra. Yeah, couldn't have an iPhone without a wheelbarrow. You could. How are you getting all that cobalt or whatever it is out of the mine? A different to make the... thing with wheels. Which wouldn't be as good, so your iPhone would be more expensive. It would be fine. But this isn't. But the... It's not fine because we don't use it. If there was a thing that was better than the wheelbarrow, I can't believe we're still arguing this. If there was a thing that was better than the wheelbarrow, there we'd use that now. There are things better than wheelbarrows. But why do we still use them then? But this is because not... they're an elegant solution. The... I have got no beef with the wheelbarrow. That's, in fact, I am celebrating the wheelbarrow, saying that it is a piece of my uh, engineering. But the hubris of you to think that you would definitely just think of that if you didn't know what a wheelbarrow was already. When I would. Generations upon generations of the world's, the, the greatest leaders and thinkers the world have ever seen. that Weren't doing manual labour, so didn't think of it. But you're doing manual labour all the time, probably. thinking about wheelbarrows? I'm crap, am I? No, you're going to be a toothless hag that doesn't know how to read or write. But overlooked for those reasons, and then I come up with a wheelbarrow and die of security. You... No. Yes. No. Why can't I be allowed to think well of myself, Ron? You can.
But I just think, well, you might have been one of the great poets of the time. I or, hate poetry. Or or a comedian of the No. <laughs> hey, what's the what's the deal with Tutankhamun? <laughs> Moon? Tutankhamun? <laughs> Yeah. What happens if you feed your lunar vehicle baked beans? That's a Tutankhamun, yeah. Yeah. See, that kind of... You think that mind couldn't come up with a wheelbarrow? (laughs) Give me strength, Ron. Anyway, listen, let us know on all the socials as loudly as you can which you think has had more impact on human history, the wheelbarrow or the helicopter. Ron, I can't wait for the resounding silence in the helicopter column. Um, and as we've discussed before, a lot more Laura's listen to this podcast than Ron's, <laughs> so I'm not going to hang my hat on that too hard. Um, I've got an apology. Uh, apologies to sports correspondent Max for cancelling that dinner with your fiance and then never getting to the rugby. Um, sorry about that, Max. I do owe you some time. And um, a big apology. I'm sorry about that, Max. The tickets just got really expensive by the time I got round to buying them. So you didn't go. Love you. Bye. Um, also, an apology to Abby Titmus, who did not have an affair, which we don't think. I did some quick Googling, Ron, and what happened was John Leslie was a TV presenter and then him and his girlfriend were quite into sort of... Um, uh, sex parties and things like that and I think he went through the tabloids for being exposed for that and she stuck by him during it and then she became a reality star and actress I believe in her own right I've got no idea who this is so sure I'm googling her now it's some very very niche British tabloid gossip to be honest anybody younger than about 37 or from outside the UK won't have a clue either but I just wanted to put the clarification in there. I don't get the science right, so I want to get the gossip right. Abby Titmus is coming up when you Google... When, when it comes up, it Googles Abby Titmus and Lee Sharp. Who's Lee Sharp? I don't know. There's no mention of anyone called John Leslie. Oh, is it not even John Leslie? Abby... Oh, no, it was John Leslie. I knew it was John Leslie. But then who's Lee Sharp? I don't know, man. Who is Lee Sharp? Wasn't he a footballer? I don't know. I feel like Lee Sharp might be a footballer. Why am I reading this Wikipedia page? Oh, I think they were on Celebrity on. Love Island together, possibly. Oh. Yes, he was a football player. Why do I know that? Anyway, um, there we go. That's that. Uh, I don't think I've got many other things to discuss, Ron. No. Just get your agony dad problems in. Send us some agony. We've got a few. We want some more. Want some more problems to pose to the old agony man. Send those in. Christmas episodes start next week. Yep. Oh, sorry about that, but Sorry, I'm still reading about Abby Titmus. I've closed it now. She's quite hot. I was on Wikipedia, so it wasn't particularly racy. Oh. You want to get onto Dickopedia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the wheelbarrow-producing <laughs> mind of Laura Lex, everybody. Well, <laughs> have a lovely week, everyone. Thanks for being patrons. We love you. Spread the word about our love. They're not patrons. This is the main feed. Oh, they're not patrons. I just assume. I think it probably is just the patrons listening. <laughs> um. Hey. Well, I just love you all. Um. Except you, Ron, because you just make me feel bad about myself and my brilliant brain. I just think you should... Oh, I know what I wanted to do, Ron. I wanted us to do a breakdown of the calendar so far in this week's episode, but I forgot to tell you to prep it, so I guess we can't. Yeah, we'll do that another time, maybe. That means it's not happening. Can you do the graphics for the last few days? Yeah, geez, okay. All right. Class dismissed. No, do it cheerfully, just because you got asked to do your job. Class dismissed, I said. No, Ron. Class dismissed. (laughs) Why are you cranky with me? I'm not. 
You are. I'm not. You are. I'm not. Why are you cross? Stop badgering me. Is it because I couldn't drive you back to Bath? No. That was better for me because I didn't have to look after your horrible child all evening. (laughs) I'm so glad we didn't do that because honestly, she started puking at about 8.30 and I was like, "Mm." anyway, we'll stop recording. Can you say... Class dismissed. Thank you. (laughs) 